we should start a podcast. Yeah, we've all said it. But when it comes time to make it a reality, we get stuck. Well, here's some good news. With Spreaker, all you need to start a podcast is a microphone and a good idea. Spreaker handles the recording, management, distribution, and monetization of your podcast, allowing you to focus on making a podcast. Whether you're discussing the latest moves in the tech sector or just your dating life, Spreaker gives you tools to make your podcast a hit and professional insights about who is listening and where. And as your podcast dream grows, Spreaker only becomes more useful, letting you upload and schedule multiple episodes at the same time, push to multiple platforms, and customize RSS feeds. But what about making money? With Spreaker, monetization is as easy as checking a few boxes. So next time someone says to you, we should start a podcast, Say yes and let Spreaker handle the rest. Learn more and get 30% off at Spreaker.com slash get started. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R dot com slash get started. Oba Shata. Shata Bam Sikotabo. Bleba. Ha 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 ha. That's when the blessings come in. Blessings come in. Lil Saint, this one for you, baby. Okay, so I'm recording again. The sound bar is moving. We are apparently Gucci. Oh my gosh. This is me projecting because I'm making sure that I speak this episode. Are you ready? (laughs) If y'all knew what we just went through to press record at the same time, listen, donate to public school system. The law of synchronicity. It's the... Law of synchronicity, the bare synchronicity. That's not how it goes. How does it go then? Not like that. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't think you had a vocal ready or prepared. I didn't need to. <laughs> you look like you're wearing makeup on your forehead. Because it's flawless. Except when you furrow your brow. Oh my gosh. I can't see you and you see me, which is unfair. <laughs> I feel as though. Why can't you see me? Because you have a poor connection. I think that means that you have a poor connection. I feel like your connection is impoverished and that has nothing to do with me personally. I can see myself on your screen and then I can see you on my screen. So I feel like that means I have double the connection that you have. You don't know what you can see because now I can see you. (laughs) After changing my Wi-Fi. (laughs) Sometimes you got to change that Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi. I should have practiced that. Yeah. You know, it's okay. You can hit the Tony Braxton notes and I'll take the Tamar. <gasps> I'll take the Grammys too. And I'll take the man. <coughs> which which one? <laughs> Let's not shade Tamar because I've been trying not to shade Tamar on our page because she follows us. Hi, Tamar. Tamar new man is fine too. Don't do Tamar. Have y'all seen Tamar's man? Has Tamar seen Tamar's man? How you? I never understood why. <laughs> she gotta change your phone for the intro. We is not prepared, y'all. Because we was talking so long. Oh! 
Having good conversation. Well, moral to that story was about to be that fat niggas cheat. Next. Light your blood. Light your blood and do your intro. Because you always forget this portion. Two queens stand before me. That was going to be my intro. Was it? You that was going to be like. Oh, I thought it was going to be <laughs> two queens stand I'm sorry. I'm RuPauling it out. I'm sorry. This my I don't know. I'd be ready to transition. I'd be. I'm a transition king on this show. Y'all do not appreciate all the times that I give y'all sickening transitions that have nothing to do with each other. I mean, nobody ever acknowledges it, but I see me because I bring me. I bring me. And for the main event, it's that one lighter that you always see at your friends. Let me just start up. (laughs) (laughs) It was like she was not coming out. She was too pre-planned. This lot don't do pre-planned. I'm that one wig that you see at your friend's house and you like, is that my wig? I mean, she do got a 33C wig too, but I got questions. Ricky. And I'm that bag of meth they always find on the white people on live PD. Chris. <laughs> Shout out to Katia. I knew that it was you that be watching live PD. Let me tell you something. My latest is obsession this week is live PD. If y'all are not watching white people get locked up on live PD, you are not watching TV. Like, I don't understand how they are able to lock so many people up on meth in, like, Boise, Idaho, and, like, Tennessee, and, like, whatever state God forgot about. And, you know, niggas always get off and go home because Andy is what? Trash, but not trash. It is prestige trash. It's trash with a purpose. Okay. (laughs) It's prestidigious. (laughs) It's prestidigitation. (laughs) Don't don't invoke the spirit of Kiki up in this bitch. I don't have time. You better stop because I've been standing Kiki in her little press run recently. She has been giving it to me on Song Association by Elle. A concept that you might see somewhere else fairly soon. Okay. She has been giving me content on the lie detector shit. I've been fucking with Miss Kiki recently. I'm not going to lie. The only thing Kiki really has given me recently is, first of all, sorry to this man. That's like the funniest meme to come out of Kiki Palmer since that time she was a dyke on that one like a- Amazon movie and everybody's like what's going on here is this uh, I don't know that movie Lauren has been giving us quality content all month and I get I mean I feel like this episode in general is about to be a redemption episode like a lot of the girls are about to get nice things said about them that I haven't said in a long time and I feel like that's what Ooh, Ricky was heading towards um, and throwing me under the bus, like on Drag Race. 
I'm sorry that I just happen to like people that you don't seem to like as much. But first, I want to get into live PD real quick. Mm-hmm. What? What's going on? Y'all are going to jail. Period. So what happens on live PD? Is it basically like cops? So live PD is literally like cops, but if cops found meth on everybody, like it's literally like them running around with a whole bunch of white police officers arresting white people in the country that run. And it's like, it's, it's like magnificent. Does it be having, does it be having Negroes? I mean, sometimes black people come through. We always come through on some police shit. But it's for like, it's like crackheads. It's like real one cousin that stole the TV and the mama just want him out the house. They don't ever really show no real like crap, no drugs or nobody getting busted. It's all white people. And it's like random traffic stops that they have. And it's like, hi, ma'am, how are you? And they're like, well, I'm just fine, officer. I'm just out here just trying to get a Coca-Cola out here in the middle of the night at 2 a.m. And then he always... Her breath be smelling like a brewery. He's like, okay, well, you have you drank anything? And she's like, no. Get out, do a field sobriety test. She failed. He's like, okay, you finna go for a DUI. Can we search the truck? She like, oh, well, I, I don't want you to, but I, I what, well, well, bitch, we gonna search the truck. And then they go in the truck, and what do they find? Meth. Every time. I don't understand. <laughs> Y'all had me for a full four days straight. Like, I stand. Y'all put me out of my depression. I love watching white people get locked up. Like, that is my newest obsession. I can tell from the fucking YouTube analytics and the YouTube algorithm. Listen, if you are not watching clips of live PD in your time of depression, you should try it. Because it's really cathartic to watch white people get locked up over meth. Because, bitch, meth is out here, and I don't understand. (laughs) I don't understand and I gotta read the motherfucking AJC about niggas getting arrested for that shit and having them look crazy. You know what? Sometimes you just want to see somebody else look crazy. I'm sorry, I said it. Like I really, yeah, I said it. I really love watching white people look crazy. I really like the word crazy too. Is that weird? Can I be crazy? I'm going crazy. Does that make me crazy? If y'all caught bit, okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) But yeah, also have this one homegirl who apparently, how you've been getting into watching live PD on YouTube, apparently she's been getting into listening to 911 calls. What? (laughs) (laughs) oh that's but yeah she's been um watching nine or she's been i guess watching youtube she's been watching youtube videos of 911 calls and i'm like oh that's kind of a lot I can't really delve that far deep because it just be it be too much for my spirit. I'm an empath and I'd be like really like feeling those emotions, so it'd be too much. But I do kinda have a soft spot for true crime TV and content. There I said it. I felt like I just like came out. <laughs> <laughs> I came out as a sometimes true crime stand. Mm-hmm. 
Child. Y'all not gonna lie, like I grew up on Forensic Files and Nancy Grace and all that type of shit. Why was I about to say Nancy Where Drew? I grew up on her are too, but the children. <laughs> where's the child where's the child, Casey? <laughs> it was like that bitch knew where that child was, and Nancy Listen, Grace knew it. Nancy fucking knew. <laughs> and nobody was trying to give Nancy the time, but Nancy fucking knew. But yeah, I, her wig knew too. I feel you. She had the type of wig that knew secrets. It was always bumped a little high. It was always full of like secrets and surprises, like <laughs> and a country accent. She was sitting on a secret. Sit, sitting on a secret. But yeah, you know, do you be into that type of shit too, or is that just me? Is that kind of weird? No, I stand <laughs> true crime shit. I learn everything I need to learn from like television and crime shit, like. I know that I won't touch anything if I go into a dark room because why? Fingerprints. I know that I'm not going to kill nobody. Why? It's 3,728 pieces of evidence that come off your body at one time. Did you know that? That's not a real fact, but that is something that might have been said on A&E that could have got you to fuck shook up. Like, I just know that, like, any true crime shit, I'm into it. I'm more so like I need to know what happened more so than like you know okay, uh-huh. like following. I just need I'm nosy and messy, so I just oh. that's why I watch live PD. Going back to live PD, like I only watch it to see if they going to jail. Which every time I don't <laughs> understand why I'm so surprised. I'm like, oh my gosh, y'all going to jail? Like <laughs> they wouldn't have put this. It's on like you're there. Ashley from Potomac. I'm very Ashley. Like oh my gosh, I why we're going to have to get... Speaking of somebody going back... Mm, that was about to be a transition. You're going to jail! Speaking of jail, I don't know if we're ready to transition, but we might need to collect bail money from Monique Samuels. Um, Not good, sis, Monique. Word on the street is... No, I'm just playing. So, like... No, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> the... I'm about to go into that. Do you really want me to go into that? <laughs> no, you can't. That's kind of funny. Okay. So, quiet as it's kept on the set, they saying that Monique had to lay hands on Candace uh, for Real Housewives. Okay, well, sometimes a bitch got to get touched. She, t- she To Monique's credit, she's been telling Candace since season one. To leave her the fuck alone before she I will drag you. I will fucking drag you. Like, her words verbatim. And what I will say... She let the bitch know. I feel like she gave her a warning. So what the tea was is that they they were at filming and Candace got in Monique's face and threw a drink in her face and Monique reacted and slammed her face into the table. Now, this is all allegedly until we see the uh, receipts, but... In my head, Candace deserved it. Candace is annoying, and I don't condone people hitting people, but you will never throw a drink in my face. You will never throw a drink in my face. You'll never spit in my face. Those are two things my mama said is, like, too disrespectful for you to even let Jesus pass. Like, you you throw a drink in my face, we boxing. You spit in my face, you might. I'm going to jail. Like, I'm I'm going to jail. It's two, those two things that I feel like, okay, well, I mean... You know, bleep this, bleep this. Well, I'm just gonna bleep let you know that this. I've been, 
What the fuck? <laughs> you might have to take that whole part out. I don't know. That seems problematic. What? <laughs> yeah, because I kind of zoned out there for a second and came back like, huh? Are we back on true crime? I was trying to like tie it back to true crime and make it make sense with the with Potomac, but it was too much. It was too much. Too much to Queen. Let's go back. Too much. Really, my ear. You're on top of the vocal, Tequila. I'm not giving you this. It's just like the way it's sung. No, too much neck, honey. Six, seven, eight. Oh, it's for me to get started. Again for Tequila. I feel like we do this every time. Okay, come on. Let's go. I'm back on track. Right. We got the topics. We got the phase. We got the flop. Um got cute little whatever let's get into it let's be funny i'm about to drink my drink so i don't know what's about to happen i don't have any more weed i'm gonna try to roll it and still like be on subject maybe as you describe tank and sucking dick anyways i can make love to the blood little lips to the shit handle it like a real real motherfucking bitch gotta know how to ride that shit like a boat my nigga go and drive that shit put your key in the ignition make me feel it in it i want to sit on it nice get my squeal up in it got me rolling like a pig in the mud wrestling with you like we on (laughs) i lost it but when i had it i had it you could be a feature on (laughs) tina she's next album Drink a little bit, smoke a little bit, whatever, a little bit, a little bit. I feel like I like it. It's making bit. me feel like I'm in like a Buffy ritual and like Willow is doing a spell to me. Yeah. Cause Tanasha is white adjacent enough to where I can have that fantasy. <laughs> I forgot she was African until this song. T- TBH. Ain't she, so- she is from Zimbabwe. Well. Her name is Tanasha. Tina She. For the girls. <laughs> At least we've graduated from tennis shoes. So prog- Listen, progress. We have progress. come growth. We have come so far by faith. Um, we stand progress. We stand growth. We stand human growth hormones. I don't know why I just said that. Mm-hmm. But I did. I don't even know how to say this. Uh-huh. But... Sometimes you just have to give credit where credit is due. Uh huh. Jesus, if y'all know me, y'all know this is very difficult. Okay, let me take my shot while you get it on out. Mm-hmm. So Tina, she released a song called "Die a Little Bit" recently. That she did. Uh huh. And. You all know as listeners of this illustrious podcast because we all know y'all listen to every single episode. Because you stand us. Y'all know that I don't really vibe with Tina. She like like that. I just, she's never been one of my faves. She's never been a girl that I've seen it for. I've never really stuck my neck out for her. And she's never really stuck her neck out for anybody. So I just feel as though... I've, and there's a lot of necks to stick out. And I say that as a stand because, you know, I stand a long neck. Who has a long neck? Oh, wait. Tina, she ain't got no neck. 
Let's see. Here you go. And, and that. <laughs> And that's not a lot of necks to stick out. But, you know, that's fine because I stand short necks. You know, they look good with chokers. She could be on the craft reboot. Well, <laughs> I'm just going to let that go. <laughs> I'm just going to continue in the vein of positivity and say that I may be probably kind of sort of a little bit Kind of, sort of. Uh, except what a Tina she song. I couldn't really hear that. Could you say that? I couldn't really hear that. Could you say that one more time? I fucks with the song. You fucks with what song? I fucks with "Die a Little Bit" by Tina She, and I don't know what this means about me as a person. <laughs> <laughs> I've never really felt these feelings of. It's like it seeped into your brain. I never cancel somebody and then it just be like a wow. I feel like with this one song, you might have potential to do something else cute. Do I believe in you? Nigga, you don't cancel people. Stop. I've canceled plenty of folk, but nobody as hard as Tina She and the girl, she who shall not be named, which I don't want me to drag her on the podcast no more. Um, Carrie Hilson. Uh, Shut (laughs) up. We're not putting that in our SEO. <laughs> I want our SEO to be as free as fuck <laughs> But anyway, I, I, I listened to the song. I vibe with it. I accept it. And this really brought on a large conversation of people being able to like grow and listen to shit and being like, oh, well, I don't hate Tina She as much as... Well, I hate Tina She, but I don't hate Tina She's music as much as I did before if this is some shit she gonna come out with consistency is not really her girl so i don't see it being like a thing but as for the girls i wanted to go on record and say that i did like tina she's style a little bit well you know but at this point i take what i can take with you so i will accept your acceptance of the most recent single from tanache featuring miss banks because Miss Banks also did her thing on that track. Yeah, it was Die a little bit. It was a lot of that. But I, I was going to discredit. <laughs> I was going to get on here and be like, "Oh, well, it was mo- it was all Miss Banks da, 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 and Tina. She oh. could never." But but that would be fake. That would be fake. I, and, and, and we're not fake, right? We're not. We speak facts on this show. We speak facts on this brand. And I been bumping the song all week. Next thing y'all know, I'm gonna be bumping Sierra. Please be Sierra. You just like it because it has die in the title. With your emo ass. Die a little bit. Drink. Smoke. Dance. Die. This, this nigga it. grew up listening to Fallout Boy and Panic at the Disco. Ooh. Oh, and that's what we on. That's what we on. Y'all. Y'all. I'm a thug. I'm a real thug. Okay, well, while we talk about music that we did like, can we also talk about music that we didn't like because. I actually listened to Kanye's recent album. I don't know. Well, I know. (laughs) And I honestly didn't really like it. And I went into it with an open mind. I was like, you know what? I don't give a fuck. 
I don't care what he's done recently. Like, I don't really listen to that much gospel music, but I'm going to, Ooh. you know, just go into this shit with an open mind or whatever. Because, you know, I only know eight gospel songs, but that's fine. <laughs> I I listened to it while I was taking a shower, which, you know, that's when it should sound the best, in the shower or in the car. Or when you fucking, but that's a story for another day. Or in the studio, because music sounds the best in the studio. But anyways, it should have sounded it should have sounded really good in the shower. It didn't. I didn't fuck with it. And then it was like, I don't know, it was just really shady. Like he shaded dancing with the stars. He shaded Chick-fil-A. He We should start a podcast. Yeah, we've all said it. But when it comes time to make it a reality, we get stuck. Well, here's some good news. With Spreaker, all you need to start a podcast is a microphone and a good idea. Spreaker handles the recording, management, distribution, and monetization of your podcast, allowing you to focus on making a podcast. Whether you're discussing the latest moves in the tech sector or just your dating life, Spreaker gives you tools to make your podcast a hit and professional insights about who is listening and where. And as your podcast dream grows, Spreaker only becomes more useful, letting you upload and schedule multiple episodes at the same time, push to multiple platforms and customize RSS feeds. But what about making money? With Spreaker, monetization is as easy as checking a few boxes. So next time someone says to you, we should start a podcast, Say yes and let Spreaker handle the rest. Learn more and get 30% off at Spreaker.com slash get started. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R dot com slash get started. Shaded. Loki, I feel like he shaded Kim K a couple times. I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And I just really didn't fuck with it. Am I like missing something here? Did the masses fuck with it? I don't know. I'm seeing very mixed things. Fuck Kanye. <laughs> I don't I didn't listen to it because I grew up in the church house. I know what a fucking gospel album sounds like, what it feels like. And I play point I played literally three seconds of that shit and I was like, what? Let me get my purse. I'm going on some real service. I played Kurt Franklin for 13 hours straight. I Kanye is one of those people that just literally likes attention. And he's one of those people that's really out here acting like one of those niggas that get out of jail and act like they just discovered Jesus and you need to discover him too. It's like, go sit the fuck down. You're very annoying. And you're getting on my fucking nerves. Like I, I don't listen to it personally because I've canceled him. I know a lot of people that said they would cancel him on the internet literally was posting like, hey, I listened to this or this, this, that, and the third. And it's one of those things where it's like, I feel like it's music. If you want us to it, it is what it is. I don't like Kanye the person. I didn't like what I heard in the little three seconds I heard. So it is what it is. I gave the last album a whole listen and I didn't like the shit either. So based on his track record, he's going home tonight or he's lip syncing for his life at least. And it is what it is. Now, sashay away. Damn, like Cheryl Hall? Like... He can share a hole with Trump all he wants, but he's lip syncing for his life. Like, Kanye is at the point where I don't even want to pray for you no more. Like, how did you literally make Kimberly and Kardashian, which I'm that's probably not her middle name, Kimberly, Kardashian, Kardashian. <laughs> why was I about to be like Kimberly Denise? Why was I about to be like Kimberly Denise Kardashian? Kimberly fucking Denise Kardashian and West. <laughs> 
Kimberly Denise Jones Kardashian West. She is out here getting niggas out of jail. She is out here doing the fucking work. And you got Kunye out here fake loving God. Like, leave my Jesus alone. Leave. You didn't even call Kurt. He had the nerve to say he was the best in gospel music. The best that's ever done it in gospel music. Like, Kurt fucking Franklin ain't never did shit. Like, Mary Mary ain't never did shit. Like, Donnie McClurkin ain't never did shit. Like, uh-uh, because like, I just P. had a 1999 and 2000 like, motherfucking hip-hop and R&B a pop list playing. Like, fucking John P. Key ain't never did shit. Like, fucking the Tri-City Singers ain't never did shit. Like, the Clark Sisters ain't never did shit. Like, you act like you are the everything of everything, and you're not even the queen of rap right now. So, I don't understand how you gonna come over in the gospel lane and... Market off that, like goes. He looked like Kirstie Alley if Kirstie Alley did blackface, and that's the last thing I'm gonna say about Kanye. I'm done. Okay. I just really didn't fuck with the album like that. I just don't know. And that's. I feel like I'm hurt because I'm from Chicago. Like I feel like. I had so much hope in Kanye always being like the Chicago guy. And then now, like, your music sucks too. Like, not only does your era suck and your personality suck and your weight distribution sucks, but like, you have the nerve to like have shitty music too. Like, girl, go. And apparently, he has a sequel album coming out in a couple months. Bye. (laughs) Hi, Megan Good. White. Is Megan Good white now? Megan Good looked like cast for the ghost these days. And I was really trying to figure out if she got what Michael Jackson had or is she out here bleaching her skin. But apparently she said she ain't bleaching her skin, so. <laughs> she been hanging out with Black China and Denicia. <laughs> yeah. Like, Megan Good, look, <laughs> the internet was like, Megan Good looked like just Megan all right. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. No. <laughs> that is so not funny. I so that. I'm not going to laugh at that any longer. That but I did laugh at that for two seconds. That's but I won't laugh any longer. Speaking of hilarious. No saint, this one for you, baby. So Fizz, Omorion, April, they're all sharing juices, or what's going on there? I don't watch Love and Flops anymore. Yeah, because I really haven't tapped into the last couple episodes of Love and Hip Hop either. It's just been kind of on the back burner for me. It's been so much more interesting content, like the challenge, like Drag Race UK, just other shit. So I haven't really gotten into it like that, but... You know, I do hear, I do have my ears to the streets, aka co-workers that stay on the shade room religiously, and they have definitely brought to my attention some different posts that April, Moniz, and Fizz, all of them have made. Apparently, the tea is that Omarion is unbothered. Unbothered! And I guess everybody is praising Omarion as an unbothered Annalise King. That had a nice ring to it. She needs to marry somebody whose last name is King. So her name can be Annalise King. It's close to Keating, but not quite. She's not going to live that much. Oh, shut the fuck up. Um, but yeah, Marion, Unbothered King. April, oh, I don't know. I just don't know what April. She just be, she just be seeming all over the place. I, mm, I, eh. 
Monice, and she seemed, from what I've seen, and you know, shit can change in the blink of a post. Shit. But from what I saw, Monice seemed like she was in the right. I guess she was basically explaining that Fizz told her some other shit and was telling April other shit. But why was April trying to keep Monice away from Fizz and having an amicable relationship with Fizz when April was also trying to have an amicable relationship with Omarion? It's like, bitch, why are you doing this to me when you in the same situation? But that's just from the one post I saw. I really wasn't into it all like that to be catching the whole play-by-play and the T-by-T and all of that. But, yeah. I, like, literally stopped caring about that in, like, the span <laughs> of five seconds. <laughs> I started answering emails. I started commenting. I, I started zoning out, looking at the damn time changer, like, damn. Okay. <laughs> I don't understand. Okay. Well, I just really want to know if anybody has checked on Raz B lately, and that's really my concern, this whole situation. Oh, if Amorian is unbothered, then so am I. I feel like if Fizz want to put juices in April, April want to switch juices with Fizz, then that's cool. But like Ricky is doing right now while we're recording, we're just twerking unbotheredly, just minding our business. Nobody cares about this information. You've given this information. <laughs> uh, apparently, Omarion don't give a fuck. If Marquise Houston ain't coming to y'all door to whoop y'all ass, then ain't nobody really caring about the situation. And y'all can keep it on love and flops where y'all got it. Period. And to end on that note, and to end on that note, I am Omarion to the situation. Right. PSS why is Chris Stokes still making movies that are coming out on Netflix? Oh, he touched me. Yeah, he touched me. Okay. Okay. So he did Megan Good. <laughs> well, I guess speaking of that. And speaking of people possibly or possibly not sucking dick, can we get in the tank real quick? Okay, wait. What we not about to do? <laughs> he sucked dick twice. I'm just saying. I'm just oh saying. Oh my god. I'm just saying, you know, Tank, if you Ooh. ever just have a random moment where sure. I know you're not gay, but you just want your dick sucked, just let me know. You can hit up my Instagram <laughs> DM, you can hit up you my Twitter shit. DM, you, you can hit up my shit. Twitter replies, <laughs> you can hit up my jacked or my grinder. I don't have a scruff. I'm not quite hairy enough. Um. Yeah. Don't have an Adam for Adam. It's not 2009 anymore. But <laughs> all of the aforementioned methods, and all of the, and all of the aforementioned methods. Um. Also, but not limited to Facebook. Search me or LinkedIn. You know they have direct messages too, or not. It doesn't matter. Um. Yeah. Just let me know. I would be down to suck that dick. You are so problematic. You're gonna get us canceled. <laughs> and then he's like, "I'm not sure if I liked it or not." Let you know me try saying? it again. Let me try it mm-hmm. again. And then he says, "You know what? It's not for me. Don't like the taste." You see what I'm saying? Don't so like the taste. We're not talking about chicken. We talking no, about right. dicken. Well, you know <laughs> dick in his jaw. Dick in you, his jaw. How you made a bar out of chicken and dicken? Because she's an artist at heart. Natural comes natural. But it doesn't mean he's gay. It means he sucked dick twice. Okay. So just for the sake of your argument, that's okay. The dick once, right? Mm-hmm. And then he's like, 
So basically, Tang came out in an interview with, I think, Angela Yee and the girls, and basically said, if a man gets his dick sucked once in a while, so he suck a dick to everyone now and then, that'll make him gay. He just need to learn how to taste it, or something like that. We misquote all the time. He sucked dick twice. Um, yeah. Like Ricky said, listen, emails are always open. Deep. No, I'm just <laughs> I feel like... Misquote me, bitch! The thing is that straight Twitter came out and really tried to drag him and cancel him for these statements. But in my head, I'm like, Tank been trying to tell y'all that, you know, he sucked a little dick on the side. And that's fine because he's been like pro-gay these last few years. And like, not pro-gay, but like very man should just be a fucking man and that doesn't mean that you gotta like fuck pussy and like don't wash well. Like that just means if you like to suck dick, you like to suck dick. If you like to fuck pussy, you like to fuck pussy. I mean, whatever the the straight nigga version of sh- you just need to be non problematic and mind your fucking business, like the gays have. Like whatever y'all version of that is, that's what Tank's trying to like preach to y'all, and y'all should listen instead of trying to clown him about sucking dick. Because you need to suck a little dick every now and then, and maybe you'll learn why your girl ain't deep throating you right. He sucked dick twice. Right, and then what kills me about like people who haven't tried to suck dick or anything like that, you know, that want to judge people that do, it's like they really don't... I don't know, the thing with straight people is that a lot of them really don't seem to understand like certain levels of sexuality beyond like just the standard gay, straight, or bisexual like, a lot of people don't understand that sexuality is more of a spectrum. It's not, like, a straight-on, rigid thing. Yeah. So it could be anywhere in between gay, straight, or bisexual, literally, or beyond even those. Right. Like, it could be anything in between. You could be 70% gay, you know, like to lick pussy, but not be completely... You know what I mean? Like, it's not like you have to be one or the other. Right. You can also do sexual acts with the same or opposite gender and still not have to identify as that sexuality or even, like, be classified as that. Like, I could go lick four pussies, but is that going to make me straight? Like, no. No. You know, if a straight nigga sucks four dicks, like, is that going to make him gay? No. Like, you just sucked four dicks. Like, it really doesn't matter at the end of the day, and I really wish people would be more open about shit like that and really get the fuck over it because it's not really any of their fucking business anyway unless his dick is in your mouth, which basically it is. And that's on period. Like, that's basically But can we also get... Oh, no, you can finish. No, listen. But can we get into how Miss Tank, Miss Tankisha... Had an album to promote, bitch. When I saw that pop on my Apple Music, I was like, oh, but of course. Of course. Sis had an album to promote. Mm. You know, it ain't nothing like the old ways. They love using us for promotion, but sometimes, and like in the in the instance of Tank, like it just, it just, it's one of those conversations that like you, you explained it perfectly. It needs to be had. It is what it is. Like get over it. It's none of your fucking business. Like, Again, you might need to suck a little dick to, like, get this taste and feeling to let the girl know, like, what you need. Like, it's niggas out here on Instagram and Twitter getting, like, they ass a and, like, pegged and shit. Because I've seen it. It's 2019. Like, if you're not opening that asshole and getting that... Your literal listen, listen, straight man, listen. I know you don't wash well, but clean out your ears. Like this is a this is something that might benefit you in the whole gay 
prostate spectrum. Like, your literal G-spot is in your asshole. Like, And that's science. That's, like, that's not us saying this shit. That's fucking science. That's Bill Nye it's the in that textbook science. that you did not read in 10th grade. That. Like, the one you shoved in your locker, that's something that you should have shoved in your ass. Because that's where your fucking G-spot is, dog. Like, I don't, I hate to and inform And I'm so sorry. You. I'm only going to say, I don't know if I should say this first if you said it. Go, 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 go. I'm only going to say this once, but don't act like you haven't taken a really good, big, nasty shit and be like, wow, that felt kind of good. That felt kind of good. Every nigga has like taken one of those shits and be like, wow, like that passed all right. Maybe I could take a little dick. But then you try to like pull yourself back because you think you straight or whatever. But like, sometimes you need to feel that. Sometimes your sphincter needs to be broken in to understand <laughs> the true meaning of life. Like, get over girls. Like, and then it can be wind and dine. Why? You gotta make love to the sphincter. Listen, take me out on a date tank. Like, <laughs> I hope take me to... out to the ball game. Listen, listen. He can't take me to the Grammy, so I don't think he goes. To, I don't think he invited. The tank goes to the Grammy. Shout out to Tank. We stand <laughs> not problematic black man. I wonder if he goes to those same sex parties day. that Luke James goes to. All right, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you better keep that the fuck in there, too. You suck dick twice. We just heard about your collaboration with Ariana Grande, uh, speaking of powerful women. What can you tell us about the song? Can you give it's us a song. It's a cute song. It's What's really it about? Cute. It's a song, you know, about Charlie's Angels. It's, it's, you know, it's... The song is not... It's not going to change the world, okay? <laughs> it's a good song in the movie, you know? I kind of want to get into um, Shaka Khan real quick because that was kind of funny. <laughs> Shaka Khan's like, it's not going to change the world. <laughs> right. It's cute. Shit. Fuck it. It's cute. Damn. Shaka Khan <laughs> can be the fave. Maybe Legends can be the fave and he can do Shaka Khan kind of tie that into Pan. And Shaka Khan, Megan Thee Stallion kind of looked like Shaka Khan. So maybe we sure. can make that like somehow bridge both of them. Or like that should have been. Megan Thee Stallion right now. That should have been fucking um, Nicki Minaj's role. Nicki Minaj like Shaka Khan too. She do. But I don't. <laughs> Just let me do it. Okay. <laughs> Just let me do it. I got you, girl. And I say that to you, Shaka, Meg, and Onika. I'm Beyonce. To the Your first. forehead looks so moisturized today. Thank you. It's called soap and water. Hmm. It's called Anastasia Makeup Beverly Hills brought to you. <laughs> <laughs> the winner of RuPaul's Drag Race receives a sickening supply of Anastasia Beverly Hills. The winner of RuPaul's Drag Race UK receives a <laughs> receives a show on Wow. <laughs> wow presents. Hold on, we not even planning to talk about UK. But can we get into the fact that <laughs> they? <laughs> they literally get like a their prize is a show on wow. <laughs> I was gagged. I was like, damn, y'all really are competing for like a un show, which bag of chips is probably gonna get anyway. Like, regardless of if she wins, she's definitely the Vanjie of their season. Like, <laughs> oh but to be fair, the I BBC can't. they can't give out prize money and that's like why that they're doing it that way. So basically 
these hoes gonna end up on All Stars in America and get their coin or get their shot at the coin. So that's what I think. I feel like the Vivian, Davina, or like a or like a UK versus US. Yeah, I think that should be All Star Six. UK versus US because he'll have like two seasons. He'll have two or three seasons of UK. You'll have enough seasons, right? You having enough seasons of the older girls on US to give them some shots. Now anybody can be in and out of you. It can be a winner, and you can be like from All Stars. <laughs> it could be some of these lesser known people who probably wouldn't have been on All Stars or whatever, like Angina or something, but can be on something like this. Yeah. That's shady. She said, I'm trying to. No, you my girl, but shit, we all watch Jake Yonce and we all watch fucking. <laughs> Did you say Jake Yonce is like the correspondent for All Stars 5 on like Monet's show? Seriously? I keep telling people, I remember when we watched Jake Yonce and he had like 20 followers and like 10 views and everybody was like, this, and we were like, oh, look at this little fat white boy. Right, we were like, this is gonna be cute. This is gonna be something. Like, just stay with it. And then he did. And it's like, oh, you really stuck with it. You really got cute. Mm-hmm. We're in an uncredited video. If you ever like go search Jake Yonce's catalog, you'll see Freeish in one of the videos. I think it had something to do with Jasmine Masters. We don't know her anymore, but yeah. She not already in her hers. Okay, we rambling. What's next? Don Diva, first name Lisa, Ray, freshly dipped in Burberry, Ray, Martini Green with Red Cherry. If I was broke, would you still want to marry? If I wasn't on the string, would you still fiend? And would I still be a dream? If I didn't bling on my own, would you still be in that zone? Would you ever leave me alone? If I was a Reebok hood rat, would you still book that flight? Out of town, if I didn't stay late, couldn't cook, would you still be in my life? Now, made me an act like you know damn Lisa Ray, Benzino, a perfect band. Yellow man, yellow city, here we go So, again. this be week, like this, we have a very good friend. Dressed in all white from 1996. Let me not. I wonder who it could be. Who wears white all of the time? If it's not Yo Gotti, it's Lisa Ray. <laughs> Woo! I'm, I love Lisa Ray. Okay, for real. So, randomly, Lisa Ray is going to be on something on one of the girls that I don't watch. TV one, okay. EBT, one of the girls. And she's basically been spilling tea about things in her life. And it's been happening over like mostly the internet. I don't know when the episode comes out because I'm not watching it. But I'm more so. The only thing I watch on TV one is for my man. Listen, that fatal attraction. Listen, if it's not about black people crime shows, I'm not watching TV one. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. So, and I kind of watch Moesha. Child. <laughs> we'll get to that. Anyway, so like basically Lisa Ray came out and said that Dwayne Martin broke up her marriage. I know, I know, I know. I thought he sucked his dick too. But apparently Dwayne Martin And by the way, Dwayne Martin, if you are on some tank shit, my DMs <laughs> slash direct messages slash facebook messages slash facebook messenger yeah. slash kick slash k-i-k oh, if that's how you pronounce it because that's fine too because you know slash you know. grinder slash jacked slash you know whatever older people use you suck dick twice i'm here 
Dwayne Martin is definitely a betrothed to Will Willard Smith. So I, I don't know if you want to fight Will Smith over that, but that's you might have don't to fight, fight me. Jada. Fight the pussy. You might have to fight Jada and the kids too. So I don't know. They seem like a clan. They seem like they are fleet as a fleet. <laughs> I was about to say something I should not say. What? How does Jada Smith know? <laughs> Is it is it good to say that he could demolish this pussy? <laughs> He's old enough. Am I allowed to say that Jada Smith could demolish this pussy? <laughs> With or without eyebrows? That's the question. This is in here. We'll determine the answer to that question. Okay. Oh my god. But yeah. Um. <laughs> I have to say that, um, yeah, that story from what I did here was crazy. You know, Dwayne has been breaking up happy homes since all of us, so I'm really okay. not surprised. Okay, you fucking left my girl Lisa Ray on all of us. Can yeah. we get to the connection? for Elise Neal and that raggedy ass wig? No man, and you know Bobby wanted you to be with motherfucking Lisa Ray. You know yeah. Bobby did not fuck with Elise Neal like that. I wonder. I can Bobby see that shit drugs. in that nigga's eyes. I wonder if Bobby on drugs now. What? <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. You know, sometimes they be old and they like be on drugs, like Kyle Massey and um, uh, Orlando Brown. Like, I don't know. Kyle Massey is a successful YouTube vlogger now, honey. Kyle Massey run prostitutes out the basement of a YouTube house. I don't think he's really a criminal. You know that Soldier Boy song "Kiss Me Through the Phone," which I know because I played a playlist of songs from 2008. Hmm. We need a remix called Slap <laughs> Because I need to slap you right now so for the mad. shit that you just said. Yeah, he'd be so mad. He'd be so mad. I'm saying, Kyle, you don't know Kyle Massey life. Kyle Massey could be out here. You don't know Kyle Massey life either. Kyle you didn't Massey even watch Corey in the house. Nobody watched Corey in the house. That's why Kyle Massey is out here selling crack outside the YouTube house in LA. Because nobody watched you in Corey in the house. Can we continue to get into the fact that I feel like we were the first um, publication? I feel like we were the first publication to disclose that the Proud Family reboot was actually not happening. Oh yeah. Have you heard any news about the Proud Family reboot from Disney Plus? Kyla and Pro- Disney Plus, but having all this tea, fucking got fucking Hillary Duff posting pictures in the Lizzie McGuire set and shit. Child, Kyla Pratt is over there on Black and Crew Compton. I don't think we get no reboot. Can we also really quickly, no disrespect to Kyla Pratt, get to how I want to fuck Kyla Pratt's man on Black and Crew Compton? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no disrespect to him either. Apparently, everybody want to fuck. Mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, oh. you kind of give me, like, that Cali vibe. Like, I want to fuck somebody from California. <laughs> I do. Oh. <laughs> I wanna I wanna ride that Cali wave for a second. We be all night and love. Okay, she shut up. We are not trying she to have a, we are not trying to have a copyright. She is people, gonna sue us. Alright. You know Blue Ivy don't play. <laughs> so do you have a fake oh wait, Lisa Ray Lisa Ray was our fave. Lisa Ray was your fave. 
Well, Lisa Ray is my fave, and Stacey Dash is not because she also said she wanted to run up on Stacey Dash and break her little ankles. So, and that would probably be really easy. It looked like if you look at Stacey Dash the wrong way, she would turn to dust. Good. She would be like lights. Wa- she would be like Lot's wife in this bitch. Good. Then we need a sick force Whitaker on her ass, so that way she'll turn to a pillar of salt. He just needs to make sure he's looking in the right direction. <laughs> Any direction, I I mean, really, like him, Kennedy, Tracy, we could send the group out. Like, Kennedy. okay, I'm like cutting all of that out. <laughs> I probably cut out Tracy Ross Roche every time. Lisa Red was your fave. My fave is the stallion. The stallion. Yeah, she got hey. some thick thighs like a stallion. Mm. Kind of something you can ride, get up on it. And I know that didn't mm. rhyme, but fuck it. Because I said it real cute, nigga, uck it. You know it's cute when you got that delivery. Motherfucker, get that sugar on it, sugary. Mm, <laughs> a little confection, sweet for your mouth. Make it section. You was rapping like hey. Carisha for a second. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely sound like a city girl for like a hot second. City girls in the 305. Ah. Shout out to JT. JT home. Hold on. We talking about Megan the Style again. No Ooh. shade to my sis JT. But <laughs> Remind me to bring up Lizzo's Song Association. I don't know her either. But. Yeah, Megan Thee Stallion is that bitch. And it's so funny that I can literally hear my mom playing Megan Thee Stallion right now because I recently got her into Megan, bitch. I played her Megan's discography from front to back, made sure to include the songs in the right order to really, you know, establish her as an artist, show her her rise, give her a couple interviews in there, throw her the little section of freestyles, really build her up, then get her with the nice commercial shit, the new shit, the shit that she hear on the radio because, you know, she like auntie age, so they be listening to the radio. <laughs> and really, you know, got her to where she is now standing Megan, and you might see my mom on the next Free-ish Live at the Megan concert with me. Ciao. Let me tell you let me tell you off camera how my mama want to be able to show that. My too, bitch. Did she think she famous? She was like, oh, yeah, use me as an intro. <laughs> I was like, ooh. <laughs> she don't think we famous, but she want to be on the show. My mama was like, oh, baby, I can make an appearance. I was like, what you going to talk about church? <laughs> like, <laughs> right, because she be, she be having these stories. And I'd be like, you might as well just say this on wax. But yeah, Megan, she is that bitch. She is the stallion. And we are now officially Freeish the podcast. <laughs> the. And shout out to that little girl in the com- No, I'm just afraid. Shout out to that girl in the comments that really tried us about liking Megan the stallion. Listen, I gave Megan the stallion. I was the one that had doubts about Megan in the beginning. And I gave her her flowers weeks ago if you really listen to our show months and i stand from the beginning sis yeah so like it's one of those things where i feel as though like with tina she and she who i shall not be named like some people you got to give credit where credit is due and you know you can change your mind on shit like i didn't think that megan had the sustainability that she actually obviously shown she had so and that was literally last that was earlier this summer. 
So let it go. Like it's one of those things where you know, if I one day say that I I am suddenly love Carrie Hillson, then yes, think about my health and you know pray for me and you know send up a smoke fake if something's wrong. But I like one song of Tina She's. That ain't the end of the world. If I like Megan Thee Stallion now and I didn't like her months ago, okay. If I like Nicki next month, then okay, it is what it is. I probably am if if she ever make a, a hit, but. She can't seem to do that, so. Yeah, and that's kind of my thing. It's like, I really wish people would listen to the podcast and get more of a full reflection of both of our opinions before making their judgments. And, you know, I guess some of that can fall on us. Like, we definitely can be more vocal with our individual opinions and having people see that, you know, we are, like, real people that do stand certain people. And, you know, don't fuck with other people. I mean, really, one of us, because I really don't have... I mean, honestly, y'all should know by now. Like, I hate everything, and he gives everything a fair shot. And that is what it is. So if one day I say I don't like Carrie Hilson... I mean, well, I don't like Carrie Hilson. But yeah, at the end of the day, I really feel like people just need to focus on their own opinions and allow other people to have opinions. Like, it's okay to, you know, discuss things on social media. Like, that's really what it is, a big-ass discussion board. That's what the shit started as for you Generation Zers who don't remember GeoCities and all that shit. That's what, so, that's what all this shit started as, discussion boards. So, you know, it's okay to have a discussion and to disagree on things and talk about them without trying to be nasty, without trying to, like, you know, resort to underhanded tactics and things like that and call people out their name and shit. Because once you get to name-calling, bitch, the glasses come on and the books come out. It's fine. We can do that. But learn to have a good discourse with people and speak as educated adults because that's what we all are. And that includes the kids that follow us. Gee. A PSA from Fish. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's get this flop out the way. <clears throat> Y'all know I'm about to so, drag Jesus. So who's our flop for today? Our flop this week is Hallelujah Night. Listen, I was one of those kids that grew up in the Missionary Baptist Church family, and I wasn't allowed to have Halloween. I know I'm a weirdo. But it has also occurred to me, they used to take us to Hallelujah Night on Halloween, and it was some Jehovah's Witness shit. It was very some... I don't understand why we're celebrating this. Y'all bring us stale candy that y'all give us every Sunday and y'all make us watch movies at church so we don't go out at night and do what. Like, okay. I just want to say for all the kids that have Hallelujah Night, when you get older or if you're an adult now, take your ass and get into drag or get into a costume and go out and enjoy Halloween. Because you're going to be one of those people that get 29 and still kind of get timid about Halloween. And then your friend got to take you out and get you drunk. And then you'll be dressed like Harley Quinn or whatever Onika dressed as this year. Like, and you try to go trick-or-treat as a 29-year-old. The people got to call the cops on you. You going to jail. There's something going on. You going to jail. Like, <laughs> dress up and go to Halloween parties. Not trick-or-treating right. if you want to get candy you buy that shit buy fucking it. disposable income buy it or steal it mop it i don't know what the fuck bitches is doing these days. <laughs> apparently bitches are stealing shit from the self-checkout i did not know that an item is free in the self-checkout these what? Days. 
Listen, let me tell you yes. something. The girls used to slide things through self-checkout like it was nobody's business. I remember when self-checkout was invent- not invented, but like, I remember when it was put into like our town at the jewels I worked at. And shout out to Jules. Yes, working, man. And- working since 14. And so like they had the nerve to have like self-checkout, but they didn't give us rules. So people used to walk through there with like waters and children and like full cases of meat and everything and you wouldn't regulate it. Now it's just like a, a theft thing. But at first right, it was, it was like, like what a, you want me to do? Like get shot, try to protect like a loaf of bread? Just like, girl, I'm not about to go to jail over no like fucking bull penis like why do y'all even sell that at walmart <laughs> excuse me i'm sorry the fuck is jewel oscope giving jewel used to have all the crazy shit i'm sorry um but yeah i don't remember where that was going but shout out to hallelujah night shout out to christian parents shout out to people that used to let their kids do whatever the fuck they want on halloween because i honestly wish i could have went out and trick-or-treated as a kid Cause all I did was sit in the house and watch like Charmed and like Michael Myers and all the girls. And I'd be like, oh my gosh, like everybody's not having so much fun on Halloween. Oh, you was like that Squidward meme with SpongeBob and Patrick outside playing. Literally. Cause no shade on my family, but like half my family was one thing and then half my family was another thing. So half my family is like Christian and the other half is like Jehovah's Witness. So like, and the. Uh, How halsey of you? very mixed and <laughs> it's like one or two that like don't denominate with under girls so like they got to do Halloween and things and I was like mm, I'm just going to church so let your kids go out and do Halloween and then let their ass go to church on Sunday that's all I'm saying yeah cause coming from the opposite side of that like I was super duper secular and Definitely went out trick-or-treating a lot. Halloween was definitely a thing. What privilege. I remember going as a ninja one year. Hacha! Had to fuck these niggas up. Fuck you. Ooh, I also remember the year that I got caught stealing Yu-Gi-Oh cards. That was Halloween day, 2005. I'll never forget. Oh my God, fish. I got caught stealing Yu-Gi-Oh cards, bitch, in Target. And them bitches clocked my tea. They let me go through the whole day stealing Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Mind you, we was in there for like 45 minutes. And I was feeling bold this day. (laughs) And it was like the little packs with like 10 cards, whatever, that would have the little foil one in the middle. Mm -hmm. Bitch, I was like, okay, well, I need to increase my chances. Like, because it's only like a one in seven chance. So let me um, get seven of these bitches and make sure I get one. (laughs) So I had stolen like eight packs and was going and I would go and I was smart because I knew they had the little thing at the front and mind you I did this like quite a few times I thought I was the master of stealing Yu-Gi-Oh cards bitch I had decks and decks worth oh my god I had had a whole one of those little booklets full it had to have been like (laughs) a lot of damn Yu-Gi-Oh cards and bitch I was Winona Ryder (laughs) I was drunk with power bitch I was a kleptomaniac emphasis on the EAC Anyway, so this day, my mom was at the grocery store. My sister, who, mind you, was like four or five at the time. And, yeah, I'm like, you know, a little kid myself. I'm like getting this shit. So we get all the way to the end. We're going to leave Target. I get stopped by the, <laughs> I get stopped by the police. Uh. And my mom gets stopped. 
and the police is like, um, <laughs> ma'am, we need to, we need you and your kids to come to the like little back office. I'm like, okay, oh shit. They're like, um, could you empty out your pockets because we have you on camera stealing Yu-Gi-Oh cards for the last hour nah, and you half. <laughs> oh my god, bitch! And mind you, I had. I think I had an Exodia piece in that bitch. I had some crazy no, shit. I, think I, some I good was shit. ready to go home. <laughs> I was ready to go home and go off, bitch. <laughs> I think I the good shit. Them niggas clocked my shit. I was so scared. I was like, oh my God, I'm about to go to jail. <laughs> I'm about to literally like go to jail. I'm not going to be able to go to school. Like I'm going to have to go to jail school. Oh my gosh, I'm going to juvie. <laughs> I had to write a paper about not stealing basically and i wonder if i could somehow find that paper somehow some way but i had to write a paper about the ills of stealing <laughs> and how i will never steal again in my life oh, and yeah. i had to give them that paper in order to not receive jail time <laughs> <laughs> and bitch, when i tell you i got to type it bitch <laughs> a bitch got to type it oh ooh. i was ready no double space needed <laughs> Bitch, <laughs> if I could find that paper somehow, some way, I was that scream. is like everybody has. I stole out of somewhere that story. Like I was just too. It young. got caught, bitch. Right. I remember stealing out of Jewels, the place that I end up working at later. This was earlier. <laughs> um, this was like eighth grade, maybe. And I remember. Okay, so I okay. Here's the official story. So it was a Star Wars toy that I wanted and I took it off the shelf and I took it out of the package because, you know, it was going home with me. But then it was one of those things where you know how you feel like somebody's watching you. You feel like this white man is a little too close to you. You feel like somebody's watching me. Very that. And I, I like got to the end and I was like, hmm, I feel like this is set up. So what I did was I went back to the aisle and put it back in the package and tried to like put it back on the thing. So I thought, okay, well, even if I they did see me on camera, like I'm not going to jail because I put it. I back, put it back. Bitch. Like in the Bible, it say you gotta forgive or whatever. <laughs> so I get to like the door. My job's by myself because the store was literally like around the corner from my house. So I never. My parents sent me for everything. I got to that door. This blonde-haired, blue-eyed white man came skipping in front of me like, oh, whoa, 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 where's your parents? And I thought immediately I was about to get molested. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, this white man has ran up on me. I don't know what the fuck is going on. This is way for me, too, but it was a me, too moment. Like... He it was just I didn't know what was going on. And he didn't he wasn't dressed as a police officer. He wasn't dressed as a security officer. But he was like a UC undercover if you're not from Chicago. So like it was it was one of those moments. I was like I don't know what is about to happen. I thought like he about to kidnap me. And he was like, Well, did you take something from the store? You need to empty your pockets. And I was like, I need like to talk to my mom. Mind you, I'm like a full like 13, 14 year old. You better know your rights. You better have been watching a Law and Order SVU. I was, like, bitch. I, was, I was like, bitch, my mama need to be here. Like, I'm confused. Like, what is going on? Am I going to jail? Like, and then he was like, no. He was like, you're not, you're being detained. He was like, oh, I was like, oh, I don't know what that means. I'm 12. And he like took me up to this office and he tried this whole big old long white man speech about how like, 
you shouldn't steal, and that steals from the blue collar workers, and blah blah blah. And they try to show me the camera. Footage. I'm sorry, but why am I imagining you in your little glasses, <laughs> your little twelve year old ass, bitch? I was in there like, oh my god, I was shook. That, but then remind me, I was shook. But then as it went on, I was getting less and less impressed because it was like, okay, you're really trying to go out your way to show me like not to steal. Like this is a dare program. Literally, all you had to do was call my mama. I and mean, that's what he did at the end. And it was like, oh, bitch. <laughs> like, my mama got on that phone, and I've never heard. And my dad had to call her at work if my mama works. And <laughs> she getting that ass. She literally said nothing, but the vo- the tone of her voice, like, she was like, you stealing? And that, that silence. Like she- when my mom saw those gay chats on my computer. Oh my God. She was like, you stealing? And that silence you heard right there, that literally was like the kiss of death. So my daddy had to come up there and pick me up, and he had to sign me out, so they didn't take me to jail. My daddy is like this 50-year-old pastor that's like in his house code, really like embarrassing. You were the embarrassing thing, nigga. I was, because it was so stupid. Cause I don't even like Star Wars. It's literally why I don't watch Star Wars today. I never got into the series because I got a whooping about Stealing, fake stealing some fucking shit out of Jewel Oscar in Chicago. Well, apparently D&D from Game of Thrones ain't getting into the series either. And when you do clownery, just like this show, things come to an end. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for visiting us um, for another episode. If you are still listening to us, please tweet us pictures of the dragons that you stand for on Game of Thrones. R.I.P. Pretty much all of them because we know the other one died too. Um, follow and up. I the Game of Thrones sequel series with Naomi Watts because I was kind of here for that and apparently it's not happening. Oh, well, you do clownery. <laughs> Andrew probably like, oh, hell no, nah, no. Nah, they ain't fucking with you. They ain't even mouse back for y'all. Like, they got Daenerys Targaryen doing romantic comedies now. But next call. <laughs> I saw that in the mall and I was like, damn, sis. What is going on? For real? I don't understand why she didn't This is giving me like. I was like, this is giving me like a notch above Hallmark Channel. But Uh, we're not going to get into that right now. A notch. Ooh, my food is here. But yes, please follow us everywhere you stalk your exes. We are those niggas. This is Freeish the Podcast. What's good? Bye.